0: Welcome to The New Media Show,
1: where each Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, UTC Plus 4, Todd Cochran and Rob Greenlee take their over 30 combined years of leadership in the podcasting space to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct the current podcasting news, forecasts, trends, and predictions. Now here are your hosts, Academy of Podcasting Hall of Famers, Todd Cochran and Rob Greenlee. Hey, Rob, how you doing? Well, I'm doing good, Todd. Wow. That, that intro really sets us up for high expectations, doesn't it? It, Yeah, It does. And, and, you know, (laughs) I, I hit the button
0: on my roadcaster to get us started and I'm looking like, where did the cable go? The cable must've fell off the.
1: Wow. (laughs) So what about falling off of the wagon here? Yeah.
0: So what I had done (laughs) was remember we had the kitty cats here in the studio, right?
1: Right. Of course.
0: And of course I got the wrong logo on the, other computer. I'll get that changed. So I had the kitty cats here and they scratched up some of my soundproofing. Well, I got the replacement soundproofing in and I had part of the studio pulled away here and I must've Mm -hmm. pulled the plug that goes to the roadcaster because that's all repaired and it all looks real nice (laughs) (laughs) And, 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 and fancy like it used to be. And, uh, so anyway, I completely failed as a host to be adequately prepped. And plus I was dealing with concerns on bandwidth issues that's still a thing, so right anyway
1: we we are here, we're back how's how's everybody doing? Uh, well, as far as I'm concerned, I'm not sure we have a lot of other people that are able to input on that question, but um <laughs> <laughs> they could I guess in chat, but it's not like we're on clubhouse. Come on up and give us your input right um yeah, I mean everything is is proceeding, you know it was. It always seems a little um, less, I guess, less involved on on our part to pre-record interviews when we are so ingrained and set in what we do on the video side, too. So it's good to get back to the the video side of what we do live here.
0: So it's good. And I had recorded our interview with Dan Franks and we had the video on that, but it just become kind of a I, I ran out of time. I really did. So that's why there's only audio version of that. Maybe I'll go back and mess with it. You can
1: always always push that out later, I suppose. Yeah,
0: I can update the post and put it in there. But anyways, any who's, matter of fact, just the interview I just done, they had listened to the show a lot, Rob. So you know what their favorite phrase is here on the show? What's that? Winner, winner, chicken dinner. So (laughs) I want to give a shout out to the Metapod podcast and thank them for the interview today. And um,
1: there's a lot of people that like chicken dinners. I think that's, is what it, that's is true. What it comes down to. Yeah.
0: And I'm pretty <laughs> sure what I have done is this cable that I have to replace about every two to three years is on its second year. Last uh, legs. And I've, right. I've run over it enough with the seat that it's on its last leg. So I keep having a, a an ear, an ear out. Oh, okay. So yeah. Rob, I had a, and i'm sure there's going to be a newsletter out um by a certain individual i had a back and forth 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 about advertising and mm-hmm. measurement mm-hmm. and wow. so let me run this past you okay what do you think would be more accurate a host that has ad insertion platform that can produce and process raw log files to come up with an IEB certified download number that can be billed and Mm -hmm. also extrapolated out if the, if the episode ad hit at 75% and be able to say, yep, the, the, the download made it to 75%. I can bill that.
1: Or. 75% 75% of the blocks. Let's say it's an hour uh, show. Downloads. and Let's say it's right. an
0: hour show at the 45 okay. minute mark is where the ad dropped. Right. 80% of the episode was downloaded a hundred percent. Zero to 25% was downloaded uh, a, a hundred times. 25 oh. to 50 was, you know, basically you knew where you knew that you hit your mark you, and you knew that X number of downloads happened by the time they got to the 45 minute mark.
1: So we're seeing more and more ad campaigns being evaluated based on that?
0: Nope. Just hold on. Now, would you rather think that that billing of a download is more accurate than a ping from my, let's say I was to initiate a ping saying that, that media file just got served. I'm going to send a ping over to whoever. And they're the ones that bill build on a what they're calling an impression.
1: Right. Well, the ping is usually associated with the with the insertion on on the fly insertion, right? But, of a, an ad into the content. Right.
0: Right. Okay. But you're still delivering that file via download. Right. And the ping says it got into the episode, but is it guaranteed it
2: got delivered?
1: We know Delivered. it doesn't, we don't, we don't know that if it got listened to. Well, we're conflating the delivery versus the listen. Cause right. I think that the advertiser wants to, is supposing that delivery to mean that it was listened to. Well, we know it's right. not right. Well, in probably in most situations it might be right. It's just well, we just don't know for sure. Well,
0: depends on the it depends on the show how many people actually are following the show and getting it downloaded automatically, which is right d- declining, right? Or if they're li- listening to it streaming.
1: Yeah, I mean it's so, it's becoming more of a factor. I think um, the the streaming view of this. So when a person hits play, right, it's going to yep. batch download sure. depending on their internet connection. Yep, a certain amount of the content, right. Yep. Um, it's not very precise. Uh, it's, it, it's not like, it's not like streaming and that's where the advantage of streaming but, is. But, is but, you can be very precise, but
0: no one is streaming. Right, I, I, exactly. I, I want I right. wanted that word to be banished from podcasting, but it can't be right. So right. it's being it's progressive. Streaming. It's being progressively streaming. downloaded.
1: Right. So I but think does it become Todd? Does it become less of a factor? The faster the data connection? Because that yeah. episode will yeah. download Absolutely. within three seconds.
0: That's right. It right? could download the entire thing if you're on Wi-Fi and you hit play and you are not, you're not, in some apps, it's just, it's just the same as a download. So as you hit play, if you're not followed, right. it comes.
1: Right. And it's mm-hmm. going to cache in the device and it's going to continue to play in its progress, which is going to seem, like a, seem
0: stream, like a stream, but it's.
1: It actually may not be actually listened to, and
0: that ad may not be listened to, right? Even so, my my contention, really, and I, I don't know if I necessarily have an opinion on this at this point, but if the IB standard is is that we bill on downloads, <laughs> how do how are these people getting away with being? And another thing I hate is they're using this word tag. Because tag is not it's, there's no return. There's no, no. It's a dart
1: tag is the term that I I've right kind of come accustomed but, to. But it's
0: not a dart. It's it's a ping. Okay, it is. it's a it's a, p- a it,
1: server side ping that happens in the database from the host when from the host yep. when the epi- right. when the. The ad has been injected into the content. Now, where this becomes a little bit more iffy is if the the episodes with the ads are auto-generated prior to download, or if they're on-the-fly insertions. It's now, still the same. It's, well, it's still the same, but the server has a different method of counting that. Right? Um, it's it's not a whole lot different, but it is a little different if the if the episodes are pre-generated. Right. Then they're just sitting as separate episodes in there where some of the hosting platforms are actually auto generating the MP3 right, files per, per request. Per request. Yeah. Right.
0: We don't do so, that.
1: Right. And a lot of platforms don't, but some do.
0: Some do. But again, let's go back. Let's say they are. Let's say they're mm-hmm. auto generating. Would you yep. okay, if if okay, let's just say Todd just hypothetically we we're hey, Rob. Did you know we're auto-generating now? We deliver the ad at the point, point of request? Did you know that? And what we're doing now is we're sending a, a, a Dart tag ping to UmptySquat to say that that ad was delivered. And we sent them 100,000 pings. But when I run the log files, right.
2: the download number, is there supposed to be a delta?
0: Should that number Mm. be the same? Because Mm, guess, guess what? Technically,
1: it shouldn't be the same. It can't
0: be the same. Right. Because what if I delivered to a bot? We get requests all the time from a bot.
1: Those have to be filtered out.
0: Most ad insertion systems don't filter out bots on insertion. Well, that's, Uh.
1: that's, that's, that's going to inflate the numbers.
0: So, maybe they do maybe they're maybe they've got a a white list. Mm-hmm. you know and not, we're not supposed to use that term anymore. What are we supposed to use uh I can't the, remember, but uh, anyway, yeah. so I would contend that the most accurate billing number is still going to be a download, but you know, I'm sure I will be fought tooth and nail on that by others.
1: Well, we've talked about this before. The big reason why this is happening is because the ad buyers are uh, wanting this because it it aligns with what they've been doing on the buying All side right. on the online radio streaming. But
0: are, are we lying to the media buyers?
1: It's a it's a little bit of a deception, I would say. It's Sh- not. It's game? not the same thing. It's not mm. the same thing. Hmm. 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 Mm. It is a little bit. It's it's trying to take something that's associated with streaming, real streaming. I'm not talking about, you know, what it looks like. I'm saying actually that's the format is streaming.
0: I'm being told um, that most, in,
1: in conflating that with a download scenario, which is completely different delivery uh, situation.
0: I'm being told that a lot of these companies are billing on. Again, we talked about this before, but I have yet to see an RFP that bills on impressions impressions imply yeah i showed your banner ad i sent the dark tag uh ping back to the server saying that that uh b- banner got served
2: right
0: that was an impression and and i've i've filtered that for for junk because i was able to send it from the website back to the reporting agency saying hey 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 that 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 banner just got served a thousand times, pay me six bucks. So right. So the question really has to be asked then. And, and I don't know the answer to this. So maybe one of you that are out there listening to us, getting all pissed off right now, um, is your system, when it does auto injection, in other words, at the time of request, are you guys looking at the IP? Are you looking at the agent? Are you looking at all that information to say that's not a human? I'm doing every process I do in a real time, in a log file analysis. I'm doing everything in an instant. I'm doing everything in a log file analysis that if they're doing everything that we, let's say, let's say they're running the 800 lines of code. Mm (laughs) <laughs> that we run on every log file entry. And I don't know if that's the number, but I'm probably more than that. Are you running that 800 lines of code to make sure that's not on some list? That's not, it's a bot. It's, are, are you doing everything to say, oh, let's just, that we'll just send them file without the ad and we won't report it. Or do you send the ad and not ping? Or do you send the report ping and then work it out later? And that's my question that I have. I know we got some smart people that are doing this that listen to the show. So just educate me because if if you if you tell me that you're doing all that processing to prove that that dart tag that you're sending from your server not coming from my web page if you're telling me that that is being filtered and conditioned and everything we do to come up with an accurate one, if you're doing all that, I'm satisfied I'll quit talking about this.
1: I just don't think there's any technical way of doing it. I mean, what this is is a hack on client side metrics. Right. At the end of the day, this is this is what they're trying to get to without with you know with the realization. Well, there's that no client there side. There isn't cli- client side metrics that we can aggregate. Sure. So and this is just a way to appease the buyers. Yeah. In their ad cam campaigns to get those budgets. Um and it's using terms that they understand. They associate with, I mean, I got involved in this back when I was working for podcast one all the way back in 2014. This is what, uh, what podcast one was doing all these things. And, and it's just a little deceptive. Yeah. And, and so hopefully, um, you know, client-side metrics would be something that we, as an industry, if we want, we need to really start working together to figure out a way to do it. Um, because as long as we're going to play this game of deception of the ad buyers, um, in the long run, this is going to backfire on us. I, um, I, I, I don't want to use the word deception because I'm well. It's it's playing a game with something right that's not really. It's taking technology that wasn't intended for this medium from another medium and, and portraying it as something that it's not. I mean, I don't know what the definition of deception is Todd, but it's, it seems pretty, pretty applicable at this point. I could have it coded up and we could send a lie. It's just a deception. It's, it's, it's implying that something means something that it really doesn't. Because I did ask my tech team. I said, Because, you know, I'm
2: trying to wrap my head around this. Right. And we would have to... uh, It it would be a little bit of a
0: delay in the delivery. And not a lot. Because, you know, I'm processing millions of entries and log files every hour anyway. It wouldn't be a lot.
1: But it would... I thought I was just going to say delivery and listen are two different things in this conversation.
0: I I know. And because, because I can, so let's say the request for the media file comes in and the ad is Mm -hmm. not for three minutes. Right. And this thing starts pulling it real quick. Well, I got to put that ad in there and I, and if it's coming up, right? It's coming up. I got to drop that ad in there and, and, and you know, so it, so it's do what it does. And I guess that's what these systems do.
1: I'm that's on on the fly on the mean, block. Where, yeah where, where this gets complicated is around the on the fly stuff. i think um if it was possible for us to to know that i mean as long as we're communicating to the buyers that this is this is this was an insertion it's not it, the insertion is not the same thing as an impression right right. Or, or that it was listened to. I think where the, the misunderstanding is coming from is that delta between. Yeah, let's,
0: instead of calling it an impression, we'll call it insertion. There we go. and, right. if, and it's Just, an...
1: That's, that's <laughs> what it is.
0: So I'm sure that somebody that's listening to the show that's a competitor of both of ours is saying, you guys don't know what the hell you're talking about because we're doing all this. We're processing it. We're making sure that it's right. And we make sure that it goes direct to first geolocation. Make sure that it's not a bot. If it's a bot, we don't send the ping. I'm sure they're going to tell me all that.
1: Well, that's great. If they're blocking if, bots, if, if they're doing, that, yeah, if they're actually filtering out those impressions coming from bots, then that's, that's great. You know, that's exactly what the IAB V2 spec says to do. Cause there's two
0: ways to skin a cat
1: on this. Right. And we
0: just, maybe we took the easy way, you know, we build the file, dump it down the server.
1: Well, it is easier that way.
0: And then we post post process the log file and then it's up to the podcaster to, you know, bill his
1: what's on his logs, you know, pull the spreadsheet, do that. But Todd, doing that actually takes you even further away from the paradigm that they're trying to create. here. Oh, I know. Because, because when you're pre-generating these files with that insertion, right? How, how are you doing that? Because it's not physically being inserted in no. multiple copies, no. right? No. You're creating one copy with that one ad. Sure, there can be different versions of that ad that go to different demos right. if you're targeting it, right. right, right. But nonetheless, it's the same ad in the same file that's being delivered multiple times. So does that mean that the server counts that as a ping every time that file is served with that insertion in it? yeah and that's actually even more deceptive i don't because, do that though right <laughs> yeah but, well b- because it doesn't make sense right. to do it that way and matter of fact we serve
0: different file names for each version of the show to keep church and state separated so that I, he can look at dash one right. and know that the GoDaddy ad went dash one and dash two the stamps.com ad went in right. and, and give that information so <laughs> <sighs> yeah, so it, it I irritate, I've irritated a certain newsletter person because I keep saying there is no billing element in podcasting that says impression, show that to me. If you want right. to make if you want to make it up, great. But don't talk about it publicly as this is the way podcasts are, well, that's I guess that's the way podcasts are being billed and I, if i'm wrong please please send me an email i i really i'm honest i I want to pick somebody's brain that is doing dynamic true dynamic ad insertion at the time of request and i want to walk through that process and i want to understand cuz it's just we have different philosophies on how we're delivering the media
1: well, and the and, problem and, is using using the term impression implies that that was actually listened to by a listener,
0: Rob. You and I would be run out of the a town on rails if if because that is
2: and
1: that doesn't
0: fit the dialogue.
1: I know, but that that is the the truth because if we still like the truth, we
0: still right. cannot guarantee that. Ad was actually listened to
1: there's no mechanism to do that. actually, you can even actually accurately track when that ad was actually delivered. Mm, lock files, I can.
0: I can uh, see if the data got delivered.
1: well, yeah, through that 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 chunk of the data, right? right. So if you know that at certain download of a certain amount of that file, it at least take got it there past right. the the ad, right? Yeah, yep. But each delivery is going to be wildly different, right? Yep. So you you can't really say that if a person listened for five minutes, um, that
0: they that, still could have got twenty five minutes worth of the show, right? And
1: the the ad is at the <laughs> six minute mark, right? You're not going to be able to tell. You that can't the tell. Data.
0: You can't tell. Right. This is right. why this is we've we've talked about this, talked about this, talked about this, and talked about this for a long, long time. And it's part of the reason why we want the client side data because right. there's no way to prove someone listened to that's if a media buyers listening, what, what are you being told? What do you understand? Do we have any media buyers listening to this show? What are you being, what, it. what bill of goods are you being sold? I'm
2: I, I accept,
0: it. I accept in my briefings to media buyers, maybe this is why I don't get $5 million worth of ad deals because maybe I tell the truth and I'm not saying other people are lying. Of course not. Okay. (laughs) But when I tell media buyers, you're going to have to judge the campaign on performance. We're going to bill you on downloads. And if you're happy with performance, you write me the check. because I cannot guarantee that your ad was listened to.
1: Well, you know, this is a lot better metrics, what we're delivering than broadcast radio delivers to advertisers. (laughs) And the only thing that it's less than is the data that's delivered to streaming radio
2: Mm -hmm.
1: platforms, right? That are using real streaming technology. And and maybe Todd, you know, that's, what's going to push this industry into real streaming. Um, but I don't even know if that's going to entirely solve but, this problem. But I, I can still, I just did it yesterday. I followed
0: mm-hmm. a new show on Apple podcast and uh, I downloaded uh, five episodes, previous episodes. They're sitting on my phone right now. i have not listened to one second of the content. Right.
1: And that's one of the big issues,
0: right? And, and that guy got five from me and he is a monetized show. So he gets to, you know, bill a couple pennies.
1: Well, Todd, guess, guess why lots of folks want to get rid of that word download. I wonder why Todd <laughs> think about that.
0: Well, <laughs> guess what? They can wish all they can wish in one hand. It's right. n- it's not right. going away.
1: We're a streaming delivery medium now. Todd. Oh yeah. Did you, you so, get the memo? Hey
0: Rob, did you know when you're on an airplane, you can stream a podcast Right. that you haven't subscribe to and download. You can stream that bad boy.
1: You can. Uh, Absolutely. Wow.
0: It's magic. Okay. It's, it goes mm. across the air.
1: <laughs> so well, let's, let's, let's play out a scenario, Todd. Let's say, you know, in a couple of years, maybe some of these platforms, Spotify, whatever, start taking podcasts from us and uh, putting them behind, you know, uh, HLS streaming servers. Sure. Right. They could they could do that. Yep. They're um, doing
0: it already. They're signing shows.
1: Right. right. So, you know, Apple could do it. Yep. Whatever. Um, but then they're they're caching the episodes.
0: They're counting. they're
1: hosting it on their own servers. Yep. Right. And that basically kills the whole podcast metrics yep. system that we built.
0: Yep. And and the reason is is because it's going to be truly an on-demand, when you're connected space. And the days of having to walk away and being able to go to Antarctica where there's no connectivity and listen to podcasts will be gone.
1: Yeah, and I think this argument or this discussion um, could be you know, one of the reasons why we see that happen. So let's say for, you. For a certain segment of content in the podcast. Right. I don't think all podcast content is going to go that direction. No, I, I don't think so. it's going to be more know. expensive. It's going to be something that's going to be done for shows that have ad deals. Yeah. And as you can see with Apple, they've, they've suppressed the auto download feature. I mean, it's buried in the UI now. Right. So Spotify is, you know, not not pushing that. So yep. I think we're, I think we're heading that direction. I just don't know that uh, the streaming technologies have been applied, but, but I also know that the, there's been a lot of um, community pressure on these platforms to be passed through. Right. Um, but does that going to put pressure on blueberry and Lipson to support HLS streaming? Nope. Not yet. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Uh, And maybe there'll be a hybrid. Maybe some will be on HLS and some will be on standard download. It's definitely Mm -hmm. more expensive to do it HLS model.
1: It doesn't use more bandwidth. It actually probably uses less bandwidth, but um, it's still additional infrastructure that you have to Mm -hmm. put into place.
0: So, and the individual I was talking to couldn't wrap his head around how, Because they kept saying, well, you don't meet the spec, you don't meet the spec, you don't meet the spec. I consider myself, Rob, the the line about, (laughs) I know who wrote (laughs) that line. I know who wrote the additional sentence in the spec (laughs) because I have every revision of that document that was ever made. And and when someone says, well, you don't meet the spec, I'm like, absolutely, I meet the spec, because I can get ascertain whether or not the media was delivered based on, okay, delivered, not listened to. I can, I can ascertain if it was delivered. So if that download got to 51% mm-hmm. and that ad dropped at 50%, then I know that but it was delivered. It was delivered. <laughs> And, but here's the, here's the kicker. The IV spec says all you have to do to count it as a one is get past a minute. You know,
1: the, the whole thing is counted and the whole
0: thing's counted. So you've got you three ads in there. You counted it as three. <laughs> right. Now, if you're ethical, you'll go to your log files and you say, okay, we need to exclude 800 downloads because they only got the 25%. And if it was at 51%, there was a thousand that didn't get to 50%. Well, we need to exclude 1,800 from the billing. You know, if, if you're ethical and you want to make sure that you keep your performance as high as possible. Because mm-hmm. in the scheme of things, when I look at shows, this show included, about 90% of our audience, 90, 95% of our audience gets the whole show. We get that final, yep, ding, back says yep the whole file delivered
2: mm-hmm.
0: and we've got six seven hundred that don't make it all the way but everyone else does so wow. in the scheme of things <laughs> we're we're really talking about mar margins of error so it doesn't so maybe it doesn't matter because ping was delivered log file it was delivered So, you know, what's, what's a fudge of a couple of thousand downloads per show, you know, is it really going to make that? Well, it's, if it's a, you know, it depends how big the show is.
1: But if the goal is to communicate to an advertiser um, listens, then that's where we run (laughs) into the problem. (laughs) Right. 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 And that's why there's no, there's
0: no billing metric that is an impression there's a listen metric it's not saying you can bill that. <laughs> the download is the billable, so you can interpret the way you want. Most media buyers are not going to read the IAB spec probably won't care. so I might be certified okay that's <laughs> how you do your billing is up to you and as long as you're keeping the advertiser happy then so what and maybe my maybe my point here is a so what do do we quibble over? a thousand downloads on a show that's got 15 or 20,000 downloads that didn't get a hundred percent delivered. Do we even worry about that?
1: Right. Right.
0: Because we'll still be more accurate than radio. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not TV, but radio.
1: But still there's going to be a, a lot of the ad sales folks that come out of the online radio right, side right, that are right. going to sell impressions. Right. So yeah. they're going to sell this advertiser wants to come in and buy a million impressions on these four podcasts, right? Across this window of time, it's a three week window. They're going to run, you know, a a trough of, of impressions on Friday, a trough on Saturday, a trough on Sunday and Monday. Right. And, and that's going to be just based on, at the end of the day, it's just based on downloads. So but they're going to translate that into saying there was three ads placed in each download, Right. and they're going to count each download as three impressions. That's that's how it's going to be sold. So Pod Vader, whether or not it's accurate, right. is kind of it's the smoke and mirrors so, part here. So
0: the perfect example here, Pod Vader says, couple thousand fudge equals fifty bucks. A smiley face. So it right. really is fudge.
1: <laughs> it is. I agree. I mean it I mean it is, but but at the end of the day it's fitting into what the ad buyers are looking R- right.
0: for. Right. It's 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 giving them the narrative. Right. that, that makes them feel, oh we got 100,000 impressions on podcast advertising last month.
1: Boss is right. great. <laughs> and that aligns with their ad buying on places like Pandora or Right. 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 Music streaming on Spotify. Right. <laughs> where there's um, pre-roll, post-roll insertions. Right. That's the same yep. terminology that's used over there. So they, they can say, well, you know, just run the same campaign with podcasts yeah. over here. Give us this many impressions. And that's how it's. Installed. And, and Podbator's right. If you don't have ads, why do you care? You don't. You don't you, care, you, right? You want, you, you more Why care, would you care. Yeah, you don't, don't care.
0: Know. You you want to see how many more downloads you've got, how much audience you're growing. That's all you care about, really. Right, right, <laughs> you right. know, right. and again, for indie podcasters, they're not making any money. I did get access to, um, and I don't think I can talk about it yet. Someone did a survey. And I can't wait till it's out because it, it has a very interesting, um, how should we say it? How podcasters are making money How It's basically about how podcasters are making money. They have small audiences and how they're doing it and the variety of ways that they're, they're making money, whether it be, you know, consulting, selling their services, you know, some, some alignment. Sponsorship. No spot. It's not about sponsorship. It's all about, because, okay.
1: Hypo-
2: hypothetically. If you have a less than a thousand when when
0: someone says to me I've got a thousand downloads per episodes and I'm making a hundred thousand dollars a year, my right eyebrow raises. All right. 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 Because I immediately think, Okay, that's twenty five dollars an episode. That that doesn't compute. But there if there's more to the story, well, I'm a financial consultant. Or I'm a coach or I do uh, fitness training and you know I, I charge a thousand dollars a month for my services or whatever it may be, right? Then that's that makes a hundred thousand by having a yeah. thousand listeners. Right. So I think more small independent content creators need to start thinking We already talked about premium podcasting with Apple's bringing on now delayed. And Mm -hmm. we've talked, we've talked about these various things, but I think independent podcast creators, and I know many of them are really need to think if their content aligns with a business service, that's what they should be pursuing. They shouldn't. And again, many, many are, you shouldn't be pursuing podcast advertising because you're never going to make any money doing that. But there's still this huge segment of shows fifty sixty percent probably that are not doing content that will you know if you're doing a a show about people's recovery from an accident or some trauma or some you know whatever it may be you know yep. It, yep. that is not a show that you're unless you're in that business of doing you know you're doing uh Uh, training on Greek relief or whatever it may be, then there's not a good avenue to make a hundred thousand dollars with a thousand listeners. Yeah. In that case, then if you don't have that avenue through your content that you're currently doing, becoming a podcast consultant, that's, you know, that's why we have so many podcast consultants (laughs) because they can't big build big shows. They say, well, I know how to do podcasting so I can be a podcast consultant now <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. because
0: it is a fallback. Oh, I know how to do that. And you know, I'm doing a show, so it works.
1: I- well, now there's what? 800 jobs listed in, in pod jobs right now. There's as 800, 800 jobs, 800 listings for that's incredible. jobs. That's, that's kind of a global, thing right now, but it does speak to things that I've been saying on the show for a long time about how many people like just example LinkedIn have podcasts in their description or in their work titles. Now it's just, it's mind boggling. And then now on, on pod news, there's 800 jobs that are out there that people are looking for help in the area of podcasting. Hmm. Of course, there's lots of areas here. It's not just, you know, talking on a microphone, but um, it's ad sales you know software technology you know marketing biz dev all sorts of jobs out there now
0: well it's refreshing that there is a job market out there you know but you look at mm-hmm. case in point podvaders in the chat room today you know he went a long time he was between yeah. jobs for a while and mm-hmm. you know I'm sure that he wished there was 800 job listings a couple of years ago when we, he was on the job hunt Yeah. He says, build a revenue revenue. Don't damn any tributary, including advertising, but be realistic in the return for each tributary. I agree. Be realistic. Because I still get, man, I still get people. I want to do this. I want to say, Oh, great. What's your rate? $600 an episode. (laughs) And who are you? Good luck with that. (laughs) What television show have you been on? Right. You know, uh, you know, what world record do you have? What's, what's your authority? And, you know, we're all authority, but I don't even right. think, I don't even think I could, you know, if I went out, Hey, hey can we get it? Rob <laughs> based upon that? We should get about $5,000 for each of these episodes. Cause we're providing consulting to 15,000 podcasters.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> well, Todd, uh, we're doing it out of the. Out of the heart. I know, I know, but I'm just,
0: you know. So I think
1: that is the case, right? Yeah. So did you see this uh, tweet thread uh, from Julian Shapiro uh, online talking about? Because this dovetails to the conversation you're just having about kind of marketing of a podcast, right? And how how you know, and how important that is now. You know, this tweet thread was talking about. Um, his recommendations on how to quickly grow an online audience hmm. and how he's helped other people do that. And kind of to to start it off is a mix of writing, marketing, and startups. Um, say one audience-building approach is YouTube, Twitter for viral distribution. Um, I don't know about Twitter, mm, about getting people to listen to your show on Twitter. I'm not sure that's the best way, but certainly YouTube um, has started to prove to be uh, a pretty good place to try and reach new audiences. Uh, And then the next one, Todd, and you'll appreciate this one blogging for SEO distribution, um, newsletters for maintaining relationships and uh, podcasts for deepening those relationships. Uh, so that's kind of, you know, that's, that cuts to the core of what podcasting is, is about. Um, and then, um, you know, I think those are the main things that he, he was talking about, um, as core to marketing a podcast. There's a lot of little details, but, uh, I think high, high level, I think, uh, those are the, the most important ones. Well,
0: I have definitely been doing things wrong. Because yes, so if I go over to my YouTube channel, mm-hmm. click on this. I go to your channel, and uh, oh, there we are live. Um, so here's here's the success we're having with the show on YouTube: thirty-five, twenty-two, twenty, forty-one, twenty-one. That's kind of normal for views on YouTube. We have a great set. We have great content, and.
1: Yeah, Yeah, but I mean, let's be honest, we we haven't really worked on optimizing that. No, but you would think. And also, they also say later in here is that uh, you should split your episodes up into eight to 25 minute segments to publish to you.
0: Definitely not what we're doing here. (laughs) Right. And all my 90 minutes. Yeah, hour 30, 58. Right. Right. Now, if you go down and look at some of my c e s coverage 37,000, you know those are all good views <laughs> right. but those are how long are those uh four minutes thirty two seconds five fifty seven seven minutes thirty six seconds yep so yeah they, they, you, you got if you you have to do YouTube for youtube
1: <laughs> yeah i'm I've seen podcasters do do quite well with the combination of short um short video productions in combination on the same page with their longer form audio. So people get attracted to the video and you kind of do a superficial talk in the video about the subject that's maybe in your longer form podcast. And that drives people to, to want to get more from you and listening to the podcast is, is a way to do that. But
0: I agree with, what Vader just said in chat room he said i haven't seen any hard research that says youtube listens, convert to subscribers to your rss feed
1: putting effort oh, into growing I don't youtube think might either.
0: be d- detrimental to your overall
1: goals i i mean it depends on what your goals are right if you're trying to run advertising in your show dynamic advertising that's certainly not the strategy to to go about yeah I,
0: I had a nice lady that i talked to yesterday and um she's been doing a show um I guess I won't talk about the topic, but she says my podcast is on YouTube and I'm like, great. I'm like, what's your website? And she said, I don't have a Mm -hmm. website. I said, oh, I said, who are you currently hosting? I'm not currently hosting with anyone. I'm talking to you guys for the first time to put my audio on. I said, so I said, I don't want to ruffle your feathers. I said, technically you have a YouTube channel. Currently you don't have a podcast. And she kind of looked, she kind of, you know, give me the, she was in her car, and I, I said, A podcast is something that can be followed or subscribed to technically by an RSS feed, or you can listen to it on Pandora, mm-hmm. Spotify. So, this is where, and I didn't want to preach to her because that's the last thing she wants to hear. But the definition of podcasting, as many have implied, is changing because, you know, the stuff on YouTube well, the stuff on Spotify technically is a podcast because they're pulling from an RSS feed. Right. Um, except for podca- uh, Spotify exclusive shows, which are not, they might be, they might be pulling from an anchor RSS feed for all I know, but, um, right. But it appears that they're not being yeah. ingested. And I guess it's, you know, it's a technical stupidity at this point because there's so many different places to listen to shows.
1: Well, well- To expand on this a little bit, this, this thread on Twitter from Julian Shapiro um, said how to grow a podcast. He has like uh, six bullet or five bullet points here. It says be YouTube first, do video interviews, split episodes into eight to 25 minute segments, clips with SEO titles, get guests that are searched for on YouTube, uh, swap the episodes into other show feeds. I'm not sure what he's meaning by that. Uh, people come by content and stay for the rapport, authenticity, and charisma. Um, you know, there's some interesting takeaways from that. Yeah. But it does does kind of play into what you were just saying, Todd. Is that is that um, you know play to the medium? Um, YouTube is a unique medium from podcasting. It's not the same, right? So trying to think that you're going to do your regular podcast over there. Isn't really a strategy that's going to work that well. So you have to cater it to that medium. And that that medium over there, though, I think over the last couple of years has got the content's gotten a little longer over there about what people will watch. I mean, if you look at some of the the ads that actually run in between the content, sometimes those are 45 minute ads that you see. Or 45 second. No, I'm oh. talking about 45 minute ads. Um, so they're almost like content segments that people are publishing into YouTube in between the YouTube videos.
0: So, so yeah, I pay whatever the 15 or 16 dollars to have an ad free YouTube experience, um, Mm -hmm. per month. And the right I largely watch on YouTube now is series, someone that is doing, um, I told you before I was watching a lot of sailing series. And people building house series and, you know, people dig ditching series or whatever it is that I'm watching. And Mm -hmm. um, I do find even myself, because I'm probably subscribed now to a hundred YouTube channels. Yeah, I watch
1: a lot of YouTube too. Is
0: that, um, and some of them are monthly, some of them are weekly. Mm -hmm. But if that episode gets a little beyond 20 minutes, I skip it. Mm-hmm. And come back to it later when I have a little more time, because that's mm-hmm. about all I can afford is you know one or two segments at twenty minutes long, in between something. So I I would never watch my show for a full hour or this show for a full ninety minutes on YouTube. There's no way, because watching cool. is a completely different engagement factor than listening. I can listen to a, a nine, a three hour podcast, no sweat, but I could never watch a three hour YouTube video because who has, who has three hours? Well, I guess Rob, you spend as much time on Clubhouse. You might have three hours a night
1: to watch a three hour podcast, but, but I'm I don't. Actually not, I'm not actually spending as much time on, on Clubhouse uh, oh. here, here lately, just because I'm, I've been sucked into doing a lot of other stuff, but, <laughs> but, um, it's, I mean, occasionally I get invited in there and I'll pop in there and spend time in there. Um, you know, if I get invited to be on a, on a segment or on a session there. Um, but yeah, I think that the, the whole YouTube thing needs to be thought of as something different from podcasting. I, I think it's got its own, like you were just saying, it's got its own kind of consumption behavior and that you, and, follows with it. And if you want to build your
0: podcast from YouTube, then you got to do the YouTube consumption behavior. And like Julian said, it's got to be
1: short, sweet and engaged and in and out. Right. So and Todd, I mean, if, if we want to use this show as a little bit of an example of this too, I find that the shows that I like to watch in YouTube tend to be a little bit more visual. Right.
0: right yeah.
1: Like, like this show is not <laughs> really is not visual. visual right? I'm I
0: mean, always amazed that 30% of my tech right. audience watches the show. I'm like, what, what are you watching? What are you watching right. for? I'm just sitting here and, as I am right now. I, yeah, of course, I'll flip in a couple of screens or something, you know, and, you know, woohoo! Bring in, you know, bring in a screen or something, but it's it's
1: different. But I see some pretty pr- pretty successful YouTubers in there that have like their own sets, right? right. So they're actually treating it like a television production, yeah. right? Uh, versus what we do here, this is like pull up these big bulky microphones, and we have like you know just our our mug shots here. We should actually be sitting on a couple of couches. Oh. You know, talking to each other with right?
0: a with a beer in our hand and yeah, uh, yeah.
1: exactly. With you know some colored <laughs> lights in the background and and a big screen in between us, you know, that can show visual. And, and if and we that, were with right?
0: Mark, if we were like Mark in his studio, you know, light up a doobie and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well,
1: even even you know, if you think about, it, even Joe Rogan is a good example of that. I mean, I mean Joe, not, Joe, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he's not that much different than what we're doing here, <laughs> right? Really but he is he is in a set he's got a table he's got two mics one on each side of the table yeah. and he's got multiple cameras right so he's able to switch back and forth between the cameras when people are talking and it's you know, the background's interesting the colors are good but, yeah all that all red
0: suave <laughs> it's, the weirdest right, it's a weirdest color ever
1: <laughs> it's it's basically like a you know it's like you're inside of a of a of a tube now i i it's like you're
0: inside a house of ill repute. That's what comes right. to my mind right. when
1: I see Well, is it an Airstream <laughs> is what it looks like to me. Yeah. Oh, maybe it is. It's isn't like it? an RV or something <laughs> like that. I don't know what it is, but, but he's decked it out in there to make it look, you know, kind of <laughs> space age like, um, but, but it is a more eye appealing experience. Right. And I think that is another factor here that a lot of podcasts us I mean it isn't like you know our your background Todd isn't a little bit I I intriguing. It's got, you know, C three PO back there and Thor's, you know, hammer. Yeah. Um and and so I mean you've you've spent some time trying to invest in things that are intriguing in the background. Right. And right. to some degree I I have too, but certainly not to the degree that you have, but I tried to make it a little bit more appealing. You
0: know, you know and, and I went and spent money to fix cat scratches on my, my audio conditioning stuff that, you know, only 10 people probably ever going to see, you know,
1: so. <laughs> right. So I think that does probably explain a little bit why, why this show gets probably, would you say at one point it gets 20% percent its consumption yeah. on the video side? Yeah. um, And that's mainly off of the video podcast, right? Right,
0: right. Um, because. What- it gets nothing on, like I said, 25, 30 on YouTube, but it usually gets more on Twitter, two, 300 views on Twitter.
1: And I think Facebook gets pretty good. Yeah, We numbers get pretty
0: good numbers on Facebook. Too. Yeah.
1: Right. Right. So, so anyway, I don't know what else we can do, Todd, to jazz us up, you know, maybe, I don't know
0: what, what we could do, but. So right now on Twitter, on my personal account, there's 35 viewers, but again, right. I don't know how YouTube. Counts. I mean, Twitter counts. I don't know they if that's just been
1: count just clicking a button,
0: right? Have they just thirty-five been in for three seconds and left, or not?
1: Right. There's a couple of old guys. I'm not watching this. I'm out right. of here. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So I, th- you know, that's interesting. I don't know. I mean, I think playing the the YouTube game seems like a you know, sounds like a fun game. You know, to to get involved in and trying to figure out what you can do with it. Um, mm-hmm. I think that the, the rewards, I mean, those that are doing well on YouTube are doing quite well, but I think it does take a combination strategy. It's, you know, dual income streams is the key or multiple income streams might be the better way of saying it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You can't just rely on advertising, even on YouTube. Yeah.
0: I do want to mention some of the folks that are run some of those farms in here, I do want to thank, uh, folks in the forums for letting me post about we're one month out from the podcast awards right. and uh so yeah nominations open on july 1st so them announcing that and J- james cradlin announcing that in pod news today definitely appreciate that um, as we get up here some of the yeah. some of the categories are thin you know rob i i don't know if i talked about it on the last show
1: Thin from nominees?
0: Yeah, so I announced it uh, just because I was concerned about it. The categories that are thin um, and probably those people in those categories are going to be pissed because I announced this, but um, the categories that are thin on registrations are best male podcast, best Asian hosted podcast, best black hosted podcast, best Spanish hosted podcast, Best Podcast Listening Platform. That one's really bad. So none of the Spotify's or Apple's or anybody's come in registered. So I don't know what I'm going to do there. I'll probably end up putting them all in and then Mm -hmm. I I hope they they all come register. Um, History category, leisure category, LGBTQ, music, news and politics, sports and true crime are thin. Mm -hmm. And uh, if I could get about double on each one of those. Um, It would, I'm not going to have to rob Peter to pay Paul because some of those haven't covered expenses yet. So.
1: Okay. Yeah. We just had a, at a board meeting with the podcast Academy just before the call here. Oh, and uh, we're already thinking about 2022. Oh, good for you. So planning, planning that all out has already started. So.
0: Well, I've uh, I I've been following. Of course, I I flew back to Michigan Wednesday night. Got in Thursday. Of course, I'm pretty much a zombie. Uh, spent mm-hmm. the weekend working on projects. My camp is on hold because they're getting ready to cut logs in around the area where my camp's going up, so I can't build my camp, which sucks because that was what I was planning on doing the whole weekend. But I found other stuff to do. But holy cow, I. <laughs> I cleared my email Saturday morning about noon and then didn't look at it till Tuesday morning. It took me to four o'clock yesterday afternoon to get wow. through <laughs> three days worth of email. Oh you know, boy. you look forward to the three day weekends, but then you're like, you pay the oh price my after. God, right. you know? So sometimes
1: it doesn't pay to ignore it. Sometimes you just got to triage it as it comes in.
0: Well, sometimes right. you need. Decompression.
1: Yeah, you do. (laughs) Right. Wouldn't that be nice?
0: Because if you start replying to a ticket on a Saturday and you, and then you, and they reply to it and you don't reply to it until Tuesday, they're going to know you saw it during the weekend and they're going to be mad.
1: Right. That's true. (laughs) It's true.
0: So, yeah, it's just an, I'm I'm appreciative this is going to be a short week too, but Mm -hmm. yeah. But it looks like to me, like you said earlier, that the news is kind of trickling right now. And
1: Yeah, there's nothing big happening. That's for sure. Well,
0: we're in the summer. Right. And we're a month away from major media firms in New York taking their typical extensive July vacations. So from that standpoint, there probably is not going to be a lot going on. Um but uh you know it's just really kind of Who's bought who, who's signed who, who's moving to who. No major
1: Oh, go go ahead.
0: No major acquisitions. But there is continued, at least on my front, I'm talking to a few people in other countries about again, it's like you said, Rob, now the little the little outliers are starting to trickle in. Um and looking to get their, you know, podcast into their apps for their regions or their specific content genre. So some of that we're starting to see.
1: Yeah. And Apple continues to have issues. Oh
0: my God. What's uh,
1: I mean, I, I really wonder, you know, how much damage that they've done to their <laughs> reputation in the medium at this point.
0: Um, can you, can you I now manually subscribe to a podcast in Apple podcast? Did, did, did they take that away in the last update? Someone said they had.
1: No, I can, I can subscribe. It, it's not using that term. It's follow. We'll follow. Okay. So right.
0: if, if it's not in the directory, how do you add one manually? So let me, let me look at this. Again. Oh,
1: oh, manually. Oh, I see what you're
0: asking. So. see. So, yeah, I think you
1: go into, yeah, you just go into edit in your library up on the upper oh, right. Li-
0: oh, and you go edit.
1: At, and then add a show by URL. It's still there.
0: Uh, I've got edit go your, I, library. Go your
1: library. Go in your library and go up to the edit. I did at the top right, and then right there. Oh, it's it's a,
0: it's a pop up.
1: Yeah, what's well, a pop down?
0: What so is a station? Waiting. New station. Oh, you search for a title. Add a show by URL.
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's still there.
0: It is there. It's yeah. just not as easy to find. So
1: it's, it's two levels down. Right.
0: Right. Well, it's library edit. So, okay. Apple, you're listening. Why not? When you go to the library, have latest episode shows, download saved, and then add podcast. Have don't put it, add a show by URL right in that menu system. Don't, don't
1: dump it in the edit button. I think they're trying to discourage people from doing it. That'd be the only reason I could think of is just maybe there's just not as many people doing it or have an interest in doing it. Right. So that's why it's buried now. Which I could see it makes sense. Yeah. Todd, we've been talking about the whole thing of cut and pasting RSS feeds on the part of listeners (laughs) for years and how we thought for sure that was going to go away eventually. Right. Right. And I think where the, where it still is going to continue and many in the podcasting platform as we move into the subscription side um, would like to still have the ability to, to offer a subscription. Right. By their uh, own. That's, that's more, you know, across the industry versus just with Apple or just with Spotify. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. So that's one way to do it. So you get a custom URL from, a company that offers a premium podcast service, like each one of us do, and um, you just cut and paste it in here. And guess what? You get your subscription podcast right you're, in your.
0: You're good to go.
1: Your Apple podcast. If you're
0: app. using a low-level authentication, username, and password. Right, because there's no OAuth or anything like that built into these apps.
1: It's just a basic username and password.
0: Yep. Which is scenario. fraught with security issues if you're worried about people sharing.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, most of these platforms or most of those. Well, I think there is an interest in locking it down more. I think A- Apple has done that with DRM, right? With their own subscription service where they've they've locked it down. You can't share episodes on, on the Apple's, which is delayed, right? Yeah, they they've delayed it to when have they say June?
0: Oh, this is June.
1: Says it says we'll now launch sometime in June.
0: Yeah, I got the emails. I just didn't read them all.
1: My my understanding
0: is the British Podcast Awards announced their nominees. Yep, and I'm trying to get to the list. 2021 nominations.
1: So podcast.co in, in the UK is the company behind that. and They, they run the podcast awards in, in Britain, the British podcast awards, plus they run the Australian podcast awards. Too. Right.
0: So we're definitely doing something wrong. They got Wondery. They got ACAST. Oh, those are the under, Wondery and ACAST are partners with them anyway in their magazine.
1: And I saw that so. Amazon s- sponsored it uh, just like they did the Ambies.
0: I guess I need to figure out who these people are talking to because they don't care about my awards.
1: <laughs> well, I can I can share with you my, my contact there. Yeah, that'd be great. Let's see if we if can that, get them to write a check. That'll help. Yeah, <laughs> that it would be that'll good. Help.
0: It would okay. be good. Yeah, you know, sometimes it's just about knowing the right person and seeing you know that right person. Yeah, that'd be awesome.
2: Yep.
0: Pod Vader says I know a company creates a unique RSS for every episode. That's how they police sharing. Huh? There's other ways to do that too, so but mm-hmm. that's one way to do it. But that's yeah. awful painful to have a unique RSS feed for every, every, every episode. episode. Yeah, yeah that's, that's kind of painful yeah, for very, the user. Very yeah. painful, not user friendly at all. So, all right, cool.
1: Um, oh, and and I like the article that Tom Webster wrote a couple days ago.
0: About, I haven't read uh, it yet.
1: The the celebrity podcast, because there's been this this talk in the industry about you know how indies feel like they're getting left out mm. because of all of the celebrities getting into podcasting, and um, and I think that that's that is a little overblown, um, just based on my own experience from it, and Tom kind of confirms that too. Um, it's just because you're a celebrity doesn't mean you're going to make it in podcasting.
0: <laughs> you know it's, that you know that better than
1: anyone. Yeah. Well, my my year working at podcast one, you know, mm-hmm. was was pretty plain for me to see that. Right. So, you know, it takes it, you know, those folks don't always have the skills, you know, to be successful audio producers. They do Just because okay. they're a big celebrity in a movie star doesn't mean that they have any idea how to connect with people at a personal level.
0: They have uh, good scripts when they do movies. And yep. and their and their emotions are dictated, so, <laughs> right. I think that's the case. As you, okay, you're supposed to be happy now, be joyous during these <laughs> next, you know, next scene.
1: Yes, <laughs> right, right. Play it up. And I think but- too
0: that celebrities can be at a disadvantage because they've been they've got super fans that are inundating them all the time and trying to get their attention and paparazzi chasing them around. They they just by nature can be a bit reserved just because of the ongoing intrusion into their lives. So I can't, I could see how it would be hard for some of them to open up in a, in a podcast.
1: Right. Because you're putting,
0: you're putting more of yourself out there.
1: That, and they tend to want to have everything done for them all the time. Mm -hmm. Right. So they don't typically, from what I've seen, many of them don't want to take responsibility for anything. All they want to do is show up. And some people have the talent to do that. Other ones need to, you know, get engaged, right? Um, get involved, be the source of the content. But you have to have a certain kind of personality in order to do that in podcasting and be successful. So, you know, you just look at the successful talk radio hosts, those guys, You know, those guys just have raw talent that connects with people, um, and can keep a topic flowing and keep it interesting. A lot of these celebrities, unless they have a script, they don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's not an easy path for many of them. So, but anyway, so. There will be celebrities in podcasting that that will continue. And it's been that way since the very beginning of podcasting's time. I, and I say more the more the merrier. Right. I'm not against celebrities getting involved in podcasting. I've, I've worked with many of them o- over the years, and some of them are successful and some of them aren't. And just like anybody else. So I do That's want a big difference. We should throw some
0: uh, props out to Mark Romant. He was uh, oh, induct, yeah. right. inducted to the iOS app. Hall of Fame. Um, So this is, I guess this is a big deal. Um,
1: Yeah, I sent out a tweet about it. I mean, he he is recognized, his app is recognized as being one one of the best for, uh, you know, providing an app that supports visual disabilities right um so it's it's that's uh that's an amazing achievement on the part of a app that's very visual
0: and this is specifically the apple viz v-i-s ios Mm -hmm. app hall of fame so the to be eligible and you just covered one of them be fully accessible to blind and low vision users be from a developer with a demonstrated long-term commitment to full accessibility Demonstrate excellence in design, functions, and operation have been available in the App Store for a significant period of time and be under active development. So there's not that many that have been inducted before. There's one, two, three, and these are mostly blind-specific apps like A Blind Legend, Bard Mobile, mm-hmm. Blind Square, Embrail, Seeing AI, TapTap C, Tap, See, Time Press, The Door, Twitter Freak Tweet Your Way, Voice Dream Reader, and Weather Goods. There's more, but, um, yeah, he's got a whole list of features here that are specifically designed for blind and vision-impaired folks. So, again, congratulations to Marco on that. Anytime I see stuff on accessibility, it always gets me excited and nice to see him being, um, being honored
1: yeah and 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 marco if you're if you by chance are listening to this we'd love to have you join us sometime yeah. so
0: but um yeah again it's just you know i'm looking through pod news and it's just little it, itty bits of stuff here lots of advertising james you guys are doing a great job and monetizing this bad boy yeah you, you definitely uh you can. You'll be able yeah. to afford your flight to the United States when you decide to come back. You're doing a good job.
1: <laughs> well, he's. The truth is, is, Australia is a little locked down right now from yeah, travel. He's
0: going nowhere. Right. right. He's going nowhere. And I'm. I've been watching the international travel thing a lot, and countries are starting to finally realize that, <laughs> you know, this is not over. Matter of fact, Vietnam right now is in utter lockdown, complete lockdown. <laughs> Thailand oh, complete lockdown. Oh yeah. Uh, at least Hanoi and, and Saigon and Bangkok and parts of Thailand are again in complete lockdown. They're in their third and people are starting to get pissed. <laughs> you know, they locked the whole city down for in, in Vietnam for 38 new infections. I'm like well, 38, oh, wow. <laughs> you, wow. you locked Hanoi down for
1: 38, wow.
0: <laughs> 38.
1: Whoa. <laughs> so, well, 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 here in the U S it's opening up big time. Oh, I,
0: I yesterday, was it yesterday? Yeah. Yesterday I I, I finished up late here. I was, didn't want to go home and eat. So I went, there's an Applebee's literally. And, and Applebee's is not ever my first choice. Matter of fact, it's closer to the bottom because of the way they create their food, but just went in there, got a quick bite, ordered some, you'll be proud of me, Rob. I ordered salmon. And, uh, yeah, and, uh, but when I got to the door, I had my mask in hand. Right. And it said, no mask required. I'm like, Whoa, (laughs) wow. wow, wow. I think the term was for vaccinated people, but it said no, you know, no. So I walked right in and went, sat down at the bar and I said, you guys still doing social distancing at the bar? She says it's, we're allowed to have like a third more people or something like that. But they're saying at least here in Michigan and July first is our get out of jail, get out of COVID jail date. (laughs) Get out of jail.
1: (laughs) Hey Todd, I saw in the in the the pod news. Um it looks like James listed the um the pod podcast index data shows that anchor plus megaphone hosts 1.6 million. Podcasts out of three point eight million podcasts available, so half of the podcasts. So, James,
0: why don't you go and now rerun that data?
1: Forty-one percent of all shows. Okay,
0: James, go rerun that data. I don't. We can we can get megaphone all their act. Their probably shows are all active. So, James, go rerun the mega right. the anchor numbers and tell me how many dead shows are at anchor
1: then well, the number of shows that have one episode or two episodes or three episodes right and
0: in in the it. last 90 days so let's say pr- produce All an right. episode in the last 90 days then let's look at the mock numbers let's let's right. let's rerun that again because i always laugh when we get because most of our customers are hidden because they are on their own rss feeds <laughs> mm-hmm. you know and so we get someone's Oh, yo, you guys. I said, well, you didn't believe what you must." Yeah, you guys
1: don't 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 show up in those R- no RSS feed lists, no.
0: Right? You you're gonna have to do a and and we have many variations of the media URL too. So, and right. some of them don't say blueberry at
1: all. So, yeah. <laughs> so, but forty one percent of all shows. Yeah. million shows.
0: Uh, Yet, yet, let's, okay. Almost,
1: almost 3.9, actually.
0: All right, so, so, but. We're pushing four. Rob, 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 you're doing disservice here now. Come on.
1: I know I am. I know I am, but I'm just pointing out, you know, how many shows are out there. And if you think about how many of them are basically dead shows, it's. 3,906,151,
0: only 436,000 of those shows have produced an episode in the last 30 days, 621,000 of them in the last 60 days. So what is the, you know, someone do the quick math here for me in the chat room. You know, what's 621,000, what's the percentage of 3.9 million?
1: (laughs) Well, I know it's 3.2 million that are, that, that are outside of that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's right. right. Yeah. So I can just tell you that, right?
0: Yeah. It, it, as your as pod readers, it'd be great to see a number of active shows and the percentage hosted where that's been put out three or four times. But again, probably the outliers there are any of the companies that produce a podcast plugin. So you got right. Simplecast, you got us. You know, we've got nearly 100,000 people on PowerPress. Not all of those shows are active. Yeah, So
1: it's a lot of shows that haven't put out an episode in the last 60 yeah. or 90 days. Yeah. It's a lot. a lot of three, three over 3 million.
0: I think the last time I saw a breakdown, it's been a while since someone did a breakdown. I I've got a breakdown in our system. I know, but I don't, I'm not allowed to publicly talk about it. That's <laughs> one of those numbers we hope, you know, you have to go fi- you have to go figure right. it out yourself.
1: Right.
0: Yeah, you know, Daniel's written code, Podcast Index has code, Cridlin has code, he can do it. James can do it. Mm-hmm. Oh well, hey, speaking of, of of James Cridlin here, so uh uh where is it? Uh oh.
2: Hey, <laughs> July.
0: with Todd and Rob. Oh no. Oh, Robert yeah. Wrong Something. one, right, what happened there? Oh, I know what i did I, I clicked it there, oh here now, now, let me do it.
2: you have stolen my dreams,
0: James Cridland <laughs> <laughs> so or 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 better yet, uh, you know again, how dare you James
1: Cridland <laughs> <laughs> so Hello, James. We'd love to have you back on the show at Yeah. some point. So, yeah. so I think we're you know, I think it'd be great to have you have you bring us up to speed since you're so up to speed with so much stuff going on around the world with podcasting. He so. knows
0: all the secrets. He he should do the new media show because he's got all the secrets. Of course, he has to be careful. Well, he
1: does have his own podcast. He,
0: I know, but he does a recap of the newsletter. So what and he can't tell all the secrets because he's also advisor on captivate. So Anything he learns, he can tell the Captivate team. So right, that was a slick move.
1: It was a <laughs> slick move. So, oh, I especially like the name of the new um, podcast hosting platform out there. Did you see this one, Todd? No, I did not. It's called Mumbler. M- <laughs> Mumbler? Mumbler. M- M- M-U-M-B-L-E-R. Mumbler. It's a new podcast hosting platform. Says it's already live. That allows any podcaster to create their own paid podcast okay, how, in just three clicks.
0: So, is it M U M B L E R? Yeah. Dot mumbler.
1: what? Uh, let me go to the website. It's itself. not dot com. It's it's, <laughs> it's mumbler dot i o
0: o. Oh. Because I go to mumbler dot com and it's they want money. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not that. Create your. Create your subscription podcast in less than one minute. Wow.
1: Right. There you go.
0: Start Uh, your podcast. How much?
1: Create an account. It's all about, it's about subscriptions.
0: Get paid for what you're doing. Right. How much can you make for your podcast? 800 subscribers at
1: $7 a month. Uh, I don't know about that. I just like the name. It's not the most flattering term to use.
0: Let's see. Who's <laughs> the team behind Mumbler?
1: And it's, and it's very English, too.
0: Let's see here.
1: Paul Rodriguez
0: is the co-founder, tri- Tribucaster and business entrepreneur. What's Tribucaster? Jose I Carlos Cordizo, yeah. podcaster at N Digital, Tribucaster and business entrepreneur. Carolina Marino, product designer. Uh Victor Correll, Podcaster Pro. These I think this is a I don't think these folks are in the United States. They look like it no, might I think be Spain. Outside of the US. Yeah. Might be Spain or Yeah. Potentially.
1: Yeah. I think they're it looks like uh, maybe English or Spanish. All right. But well, I I could be wrong. It's uh, I think it's it is based in Europe, yeah, it looks like.
0: Good for them. Mumbler. I got mumbler. some, domain, Hey, uh, you guys, if you're listening to the show, I've got uh 347 podcast related domains. Uh Hit me up. You got some VC money.
1: You know, th- that term mumbler doesn't bring to mind a perception of quality content content though.
0: Uh, I'm not going to bash the name, but it is a weird, I'm not, it's I'm a not weird trying to pick.
1: The name, but the, you know, we should look up the definition of the word mumbler or mumble. What is that? Is that?
0: It's not uh, flattering. True? Let's just put it that way.
1: Right, it's not flattering to a content creator to to a be a part of a platform that's insulting. Oh, that wasn't the right way to do that. Which, but it's you know, it's a fun name. I have to give him credit for that. It's not easy to come up with a, a a name of a company these days, especially when you have you know. People like Todd
0: out there that own them all. Say something indistinctly <laughs> and quietly, making it difficult for others to hear. Number two, bite or chew with toothless gums or eat without making much use of the teeth. Oh my god! Oh my god! As a noun, a quiet and indistinct utterance. I'm just reading from Google's definitions for mumble. Now, mumbler. I don't know if there's actually a. Uh, I, don't I don't think, think that's, that's a, a word. word. Oh. Yes, mumbler. Oh, is it a word? Yeah. Is mumbler, mumbler, mumbler definition by the Free Dictionary is someone who expresses a language, someone who talks, especially someone who delivers a public speech, or someone especially garrulous, the speaker at a commencement and utter of useful maxims. So it's actually the, ter- the term mumbler is actually a positive.
1: Actually, wow. Okay. In the but new, thos-
0: it's a, th- it's, this is a, th- uh, in a thesaurus. I cannot pronounce that.
1: It's the power of the R. Yeah. That's right. Mumble. Oh, oh, wait a minute.
0: Wait, 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 wait. wait. That was a thesaurus. So this is the actual definition. Utterly to utter indistinctly. Okay. I do that all the time. I mumble all the time. Destroy the destroy the new American English language. Right. Right. Emerson Colleges teaches their students to speak with an overly open throat. That's what Pod Vader says. <laughs> uh
1: yeah. Oh well I I wish them the most luck.
0: Yeah. It it looks did, uh, like they're doing premium. So they're about the fifth fifth company to join the premium play.
1: So uh, Julian Shapiro, you know, we were just talking about his Twitter post. He, he, he actually just wrote me. So oh, really? says, yeah. Rob, I remember hearing you on Clubhouse. Great to see you here on Twitter. <laughs> that's my whole message. Just wanted to say hello. So oh, Okay. Hi, Julian. You got to
0: tell him his ears <laughs> should be burning. We've been talking about him here on the show today.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so that's cool. All right.
0: I was going to. I think we
1: got to the bottom of the hour here. Oh, Todd. wow.
0: We did. Holy cow. Good for you. Because I was like, hey, we're about done here.
1: <laughs> I think
0: so. I think we're cooked. So one thing cooked I am going to well say done. is uh, SpaceX continues to put Starlink uh, Starlink satellites up. They're doing becoming so successful that Viasat now has went to the FCC and said, this needs to stop. Because Viasat has got like 4.5 billion dollars wrapped up into putting I don't know if it's that much three new satellites into the into the air, yep. and i'll I'll go on record. I used to own used to own VsAT stock right I bought Viasat stock early in the days when they were first going to they first introduced their internet connectivity, and it, it did well, and I dumped it because. If, if you're holding Viasat stock, I would short the hell out of it because it is going to. Starlink's going to beat the crap. They're going to eat their lunch. They right. are going to eat. And I don't guess I'm not an investor stock, uh, stock advisor. I'm not any <laughs> of those things. So just beware. aware you, you do it at your own risk. But yeah. in my personal opinion, non-official non-investor opinion, that stock is headed for the basement. Now well, they've, they've got other stuff. Viasat is a much bigger company than just satellites. Um, they do a lot of DOD stuff. So I've been in Viasat's offices before in a previous life. So matter of fact, quite a bit, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, in their, yeah, I
1: think, uh, all of the projects that Elon Musk is working on are, uh, building momentum.
0: And, uh, I'm trying to get myself in a position where I can get on the IPO of Starlink stock. I, <laughs> It, it's probably two or three years down the road, but
1: yeah. Well, I'm already a Tesla owner yeah. already. Yeah, so. I know you
0: are. So yeah. you've you've done well with that.
1: Okay. Anyway, enough stock advice.
0: Um, definitely want to thank you all for being here and uh, hanging out with us today. And we'll be back again next Wednesday for another show. Rob, uh, where they can where can they contact you?
1: I'm on Twitter, uh, at Rob Greenlee, and you can send me an email if you want to Rob G at Lipson.com. Happy to hear from you and talk to you. And if you have any, um, little things that you can share with us, um, or any suggestions on guests that we might be able to bring on from the podcast industry, we are a little, just to be fair, we are a little picky on who we bring on the show because we have heard from you that you would prefer to hear us. <laughs> than guests. So, um, but that doesn't mean that we don't want to bring on guests just like we brought on Dan, but Dan was very Dan Franks from podcast movement in the last episode. So if you didn't hear last episode, um, yeah, I would go back sure. and listen to that one yeah. because Dan shares a lot of inside information about, uh, what's coming up with podcast movement in August.
0: And if you haven't got your tickets yet, get them now.
1: Yeah. I've already got my flight and my hotel booked already. I'm yeah. ready to rock. Wow. Roll.
0: I haven't booked my flight yet but I will, I do have my hotel room. So anyway, let's, uh, let's get out of here. So everyone, thanks for being here. We'll give you a little outro jingle. I am prepared. I do have my hand on the button. We'll see everyone next Wednesday. Take care. Okay. Bye. drives (laughs)
1: that i prefer this one (laughs) it's a little more rock and roll